Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Brain and Heart, a Melanie Martinez fan podcast. I'm your host, Abigail Rose, and I am not dead. Well, I'm back from the dead. Well, I think we can successfully say that a lot has happened for all of us over the past few months, and um, I have had a break from the podcast, but I plan to be fully committed this year and hopefully get a bunch of you in my Spotify wrapped for this year. I know it's a lifelong obsession waiting for December 1st. Uh, It's going to be on my Spotify wrapped. Well, obviously Melanie, and now hopefully me. If you are listening from my group, uh, Melanie Martinez Buy, Sell, Trade, Chat, Tour, I think I did that in the right order, (laughs) Um, then you're very welcome to DM me on Facebook and ask if you would like to be a guest on the show. Uh, My past podcast that I was in had guests regularly. But this will have guests for the special episodes that will be available via subscription. If you'd like to know more about the subscription, I will get into that later. Uh, But basically, I would like to make some form of money off here. But if I can up my listeners and start a subscription service going, uh, maybe even do a raffle, I think that would really help me. Because I know we're all struggling this time of the year. Straight after Christmas. (sighs) I'm thinking that Brandon Hart needs, like, a theme song. I was going to get someone else to do it, but I thought I can just do it myself. I've always wanted an excuse to have a theme song made for myself. (laughs) Not for myself, but, you know, for something. And I guess this is a good opportunity to do so. Um, I can only do snippets of song songs that go for about under eight seconds as not to be sued or get copyright infringement that would not be fun so there's only so much of a song you can play before that happens so obviously if I want a longer intro I'm gonna have to make my own song which it's it's fine it shouldn't be that hard it's gonna be hard well anyways the song I wanted to talk about today is titled tag you're it and this is one of my personal favorites but I don't know if you could say that just to any regular person. Like, if they ask you, oh, what do you listen to? Oh, I listen to Green Day. I listen to this. And you're like, oh, I listen to Tag Your It. And they're like, oh, what's that about? And you're like, um, well, that's what we're going to get into today. Basically, Tag Your It, well, it's a very popular song on TikTok from Melanie. And I know I just see it everywhere nowadays. It was originally going to be titled Tag, which is interesting because artists typically are told by labels to shorten the titles of their songs for some reason. It makes them more appealing to listeners or whatever, which I don't think necessarily applies to myself as a listener because, I mean, look how long the name of my podcast is. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Tag would have been a good song title. I guess she does say it more than she says tag you're it. She says like tag, tag, you're it. But it, it's a full sentence so it, it does need to be there. It's her ninth track on her debut studio album Cry Baby and 
it is so old now. I can't believe that this was teased on August 3rd, 2015. I feel ancient. An ancient artifact. So this song's obviously about uh, kidnapping while using the metaphorical sense of playing tag you're it. And it's a game that we've all obviously played one way or another. I don't know if culture's different. Probably is. I know culture's different, but I mean, like, I assume that everyone has played this where someone's it and they have to go and they have to get people. And when you get older, they kind of turn it into, like, a murder mystery kind of thing. Like, oh, if you get got, you die. And it's like, who's the murderer sort of thing. And this is really what this song is using, you know, and all of her songs on Crybaby are, like, kid-related because with, like, childlike innocence but with dark undertones, which is really cool, honestly. I adore it. When you're a kid, your parents will always tell you, stay away from strangers, don't take candy from strangers, don't get into a white van. Like, if the van's red or whatever, that's fine. But if it's white, then it's obviously, like, a creep or a pedophile or something. So, um, yeah. Basically, if you've seen the video clip for this, she depicts the the man or the the being sort of as a wolf that's stalking her. And planning to kidnap her. And he watches her throughout her day. So even though she doesn't really notice that he's there. She subconsciously sees him. But she doesn't think. Hey. I should watch out. That might be danger. Because as we know. To correct Crybaby's law. She does not have good parents. Who would be like. Oh you shouldn't go out on yourself. You're only a child. Shouldn't do this. Shouldn't do that. But. I don't know, if you think about it in a a literal sense, I mean, if you don't ever tell a child not to get into a van full of ice cream, they're going to get into a van full of ice cream and they're going to take one off a stranger. So, as sad as this is, it is very realistic. And, I mean, it could happen to any of us and it's incredibly brave of Melanie to write about such a sensitive common topic that people don't like to talk about in the media especially around 2016 when it was actually released now it's a lot better for people to open up about things that have happened to them but then was like I felt like Crybaby was the album for people who didn't feel like they knew how to seek help that they needed And now they know how to do that. And then you just look back and you think, what would I have done if I didn't have that album? I'm going to go through the lyrics a bit for this song. Um, So verse one, she goes, looking at me through your window, boy, you had your eye out for a little. So I said that in the wrong tune, but I know when you're reading it, you kind of have to. Um... So she sort of sensed that there was a presence there watching her, but innocently didn't think that it would lead to her having to eventually murder that person. Which, (laughs) spoiler alert, um, 
Yeah, I like this next verse that she uses in a different sort of toned voice. If you listen to the song, that's representing the wolf figure talk to her. And she goes, I'll cut you up and make you dinner. You've reached the end, you are the winner. But the I'll cut you, I'll cut you up and make you dinner part, I like, I don't know what that's called where in English that translates to like... The fact that there's not, like, a comma there means, like, he's he's not going to make her dinner. Like, oh, I'm going to go get you some sausage rolls. (laughs) Some some dinner. That's just so stupid. Anyway, but it's like the whole let's eat grandma thing. Let's eat grandma or let's eat grandma. But this is let's eat grandma. He means it in a very creepy, very literal sense. And it's just all about the punctuation, I guess. And you've reached the end. You are the winner. Which is really terrifying to think about in this situation. Like, you just... To be running away from something and for it to actually catch up to you. This is such a catchy song, but... So obviously very terrifying. And I don't know how she does it, but... I will listen to this song until I die, which could be soon. (laughs) I know you all thought I was dead, but we all make our reappearances. Rolling down your tinted window. Um, People have tinted windows scare me. Like, no offense if you have tinted windows, but it's like one of two people will have tinted windows. There's the people who don't want people looking in, and then, which is, like, fair, like, maybe a mild tint, but when they're so tinted that you can't actually see the people in the car, it's like, why don't you want me to see you? Why don't you want me to see you driving? Like, what if I give way to you? How are you going to wave to me? (laughs) It's just, like, it's very off topic, but it's very scary. It's like, if you're driving a white van, which we know he was, And he was, well, he was in an ice cream truck. So if he also had tinted windows in an ice cream truck, but then, like, the ice creams were all out on display, all lovely and whatever, that is, like, a major red flag. I don't know. Let me take you for a joyride. I've got some candy for you inside. If anyone ever says that to you for any reason ever, like, not as a joke, I would, like, run, but... I'd, like, make sure they're not looking while you're running. Like, back off, then run. Definitely get away from that. Uh, Then we've got the chorus, which is amazing. Right, and the chorus, we all know the chorus. You know, she's being chased. And I like the part where she says, Can anybody hear me? Am I talking to myself? I always thought that was, can anybody hear me when I'm talking to myself? I don't know, that doesn't quite make any sense, but I always sort of viewed it as like, you know, they're watching kind of thing, but I guess that's the opposite, that like, no one's watching. Anyway, and then can anybody hear me when I'm hidden underground? So I guess, like... 
fun. It's interesting if you hear a scream and you're just out in town, you might turn, but you're not going to do anything about it because psychologically everyone around rather doesn't want to interfere, just assumes there's nothing wrong and doesn't want to check or hopes there's nothing wrong and doesn't check. I do all three, but, you know, uh, what can you do? It's just the way of things. I guess the metaphor of being hidden underground is that you're there, but you kind of feel like you're a ghost to people. Huh. So, for the bridge, she uses the eeny, meeny, miny, mo poem or story. I don't know what it is. It's really weird, but every time you ask someone, they'll tell you that it goes a different way, but this is definitely the way it goes. Um, catch your lady by her toes. If she screams, don't let her go. Yeah. So, I don't know, Mel really scares me, but it's iconic, really. Your mother said to pick the very best girl, and I am. Like, that's just so twisted that, like, say if this was a real situation, that's not how the mother would have meant it, but it's how it was then turned to be presented, and anyway, it's wild. And then it just repeats. And if you get the 10-hour version, it just repeats forever. I feel like with my very unprofessional opinion about everything, I am from now on going to rate every song that we break down. So here is my rating for Tagurit. Um, Title, perfect. Way better than Tag. Which still would have been iconic. Obviously anything. She could have called it butt-faced hag and it would have been great but she didn't and what she chose was very good uh music is amazing it's so spooky I love it it's like you're watching a late 80s comedy horror film and that's the music that plays when the people enter the house that hasn't been sold in like 10 years and they're like let's move here That's the kind of music it is. I love that music. It's a lot like most other songs on Crybaby. Especially the next song that is... Well, this song is actually part of a three-parter, which I'll talk about in the next episode with Milk and Cookies and another song, which you will have to wait and see. Um, Yeah, music, 8 out of 10. Lyrics... I don't think they could be a lot better, but definitely 8 out of 10 as well. Um, I would rate all of things 10 out of 10, but I'm just rating them next to each other. And I just feel like, like the other day I was listening to Powder and I was just crushed. Like This song really gives me chills down my spine, but it doesn't crush me. That's why the rating is what it is, but not that every song has to crush you. Sometimes it's nice to have a nice song. Not that she has a lot of nice songs, you know? Not that they're not nice, but like, you know what I mean. Like, um, Shake It Off, Taylor Swift. 
you know? Like, there's not a lot like that. I mean, there's a lot of really good messages in them, but a lot of them are quite sad. She's the queen of sadness, along with Lana Del Rey. One more thing I'd like to add before we wrap up is that Tagirit is taking place straight after Pity Party. So all your friends abandon you, they don't care about you, they don't come to your birthday party. And she starts off really angrily, and then the wolf turns up. And obviously, I guess you're going to be more vulnerable and more naive when you haven't really had anyone to support you. So I thought that was quite cool how everything sort of interweaves with each other. But yeah, you will be hearing more of me and I will hope to see you soon. Thanks.